Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity therein. My name is Randy. I am your host on this journey. And of course, I'm not alone. As usual, I'm joined by my friend and my good co-host, Phil. Phil, how you doing today, brother? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing okay. What's up, all you awesome bastards out there? Let's go with another episode of Radical Cartoon Podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. We, go, we got... We got an interesting one for you today. And, of course, we'll get into that in just a moment. But, of course, we got to do all the good housekeeping measures here. Of course, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all of the latest, greatest geeky content and media. Of course, you can find us on the social medias on Facebook. Look up Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast and Geek World Order for their individual pages. You can also go to Twitter and Instagram, both at Geek World Order. And of course, we are on all of the major podcast providers. We are on iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, all those good things. So wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts, we are there. And of course, leave us a comment. Give us the five-star review, the thumbs up, the like, the heart react, whatever your method of choice for that podcast provider is, uh, please just help share the love and help people listen to this podcast. All right, so today, oh buddy, we are taking an interesting journey here into the world of Turbo Teen. <laughs> this one was, uh, it was interesting to say the least. So... The premise of this show is we have Brett Matthews, who was driving his fancy car during a thunderstorm, and he gets knocked off into the road and into just this science lab where this beam hits him. So he and his car are now one. So when he's splashed by warm water, he transforms into the car. When he's splashed with cold water, he becomes human again. What is this, Ronma one half? <laughs> oh, dude, I... I don't know what that is. Oh dude, my god, I know. love Ronma. Ronma's great. Dude, Ronma is like my favorite manga. And it's definitely one of my favorite animes. Oh yeah, that's been a favorite for oh. a long time. Oh, it's definitely a top five, man. Uh, honestly, until recently, it was probably my favorite anime that didn't involve robots. Which one it was? Uh, Ranma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, pretty much that was my favorite until I saw, like, My Hero Academia. Oh, my God. I love My Hero Academia, dude. Okay, so this episode starts out where we're driving through a desert. So, uh, Brett is in his car form. And there's a, a man and a woman and a dog in the car. And I'm not sure any of them are referred to by name in this episode at all. Not really. Nope. We just have that guy, that girl, and the dog. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm sure they have names, but I didn't look it up. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, uh, whew. So The dog was interesting, though. Yeah. Uh, so... Brett has a video map in his car. This dude's got like this dude turns into like the fanciest of eighty sports cars. Yeah. Like, what is he like a Maserati or something? That's like, what he. I don't know, dude. He dude, looks he, like a like an old school Maserati Corvette. I don't know. Right, what the like hell. a Maserati or a Ferrari. Like this car's got like some features to it, man. It kind of looks like an old school Ferrari. I don't know. Dude, where does this? Where did this kid get his car? Why has it got so many features on it? <laughs> right. So apparently they are looking for a uh, some Indian ruins. Oh yeah, this is gonna cause some interesting things because I didn't initially put two and two together, and the location 
doesn't really get mentioned until later in the episode. <laughs> so picture of Doctor Evil, Indian ruins. Uh huh. So yeah, we'll get more into that later. Yeah. So as they are looking at this map, in the corner, it kind of looks like it says. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to say Indian ruin, but it doesn't. <laughs> that map clearly says Indian rum. Trying to get that drink on, baby. Like they are looking for long lost magic alcohol. Can you blame them? But to be fair, <laughs> this that if that was the premise of this episode, it probably would have like knocked it up a few points. Right. But to be fair, this was not bad. There was definitely a lot going on. It was funny. <laughs> it's funny. So they just randomly running over a sand dune. And we just get this random image of this monster truck. And apparently it's a something called Dark Rider. Oh, yeah. That was and, weird, man. Yeah, because they're, they're like, wait, do we see that? Was that a mirage? Like, nope, nope, that was no mirage. Um, I'm guessing this guy must be like a villain of the series or some kind of recurring character. I would assume so. It was just this random freaking monster truck. Because the way they describe, like, they don't really say anything about him. They just kind of acknowledge his existence. Like, he just exists and they know about him. Like, hey, that guy is after us. Uh, so we get a chase scene, which the car scenes and the chase scenes are pretty good in this series. They're actually really well animated. Yeah, that actually, the chase scenes are actually pretty decent. So, as far as animation goes. So, apparently, we learn a bit about him and um we learned that turbo teen feels pain because they run through a cactus field and that's he gets, interesting and he gets yeah. the spine stuck in him because when mm. um the guy so, is like pulling the the needles out of him he he actually goes ow yeah so does the does the interior only feel pain? That's what I'm confused about. This will come into question later. But Ugh, I do have a question. Yeah. It is the shifter his penis? <laughs> What's the oil then? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Ooh, I'm leaking lubricant. Oh, so they do some pretty fancy driving and they like actually like kind of like go sideways and like booster jump through like this split rock formation. So that part was actually pretty cool. But some then, nice, some nice maneuvering. Yeah. He had it down packed. And at some point he drops, he like tells them the group to get out of the car. And then he goes and chases Dark Rider, who somehow, like, so, because we don't actually see into the cabin of Dark Rider, so we don't know if there's yeah. someone driving it, or if this is, like, some living auto, like, another, like, living vehicle thing, like Turbo Teen. That's, yeah, that, that wasn't really explained. It was, that kind of confused me a little bit. Right. So... But Dark Rider is like up on this cliff thing and he literally jumps. Yeah, he starts jumping up and down. And it actually breaks like the edge of the rock formation. So that's what I'm like. So so either there's some guy in this truck and it's got like this ridiculous suspension system. Yeah, or it's a major uh, hydraulics on that thing. Or it's a living vehicle they can kind of move in odd ways like turbo teen does because we're going to see some we because we're going to see this car do some weird things in this episode yeah 
that sort of it raises questions. It definitely highlights the man and machine weird principle of this. <laughs> so Turbo Teen manages to escape. He turbo boosts and he just like runs through. But for some reason in this interaction, his brakes get cut or something. How? I don't know. So how does he like make it through this weird maze thing with no brakes? That's what I'm saying. Though. That maneuverability was on point for having no brakes. So he like he looks up and he sees like this symbol, which looks like an Aztec kind of sun symbol. Mm-hmm. Which so I was like, yeah. And then he just crashes straight into it. So yeah. Yeah, I got nothing for that one. <laughs> so he's discovered later by these two kids. Which kind of based on how what we've seen so far, I thought these were supposed to be Indian kids. That's what they look like. I mean, but, so you it's know, like, not to stereotype, but oh, they just had it all wrong. But why are they speaking with a Hispanic accent? Exactly. Because <laughs> they kind of forget to mention this little detail until like almost at the end of the episode that they're in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So until we learn that, I completely thought we were looking at an 80s racism thing here. Like, they, like did they just hire Hispanic actors to play oh, Indians? It's like, oh, that's what they thought they sounded like. Like, I was so confused this whole episode. And then even thinking about it, some of the names of these characters. Oh, man. It's like. Yeah, I kind of didn't put that together that they were in Mexico and that the Indian imagery was more Aztec in nature. Yeah. That's like, kind of what did it for me is like it was more so the scenery they kept repeating and I'm like, right. yeah, I'm guessing they're in this area. Like they probably could have explained that. Like they could have yeah. said that like literally in the first like minute of the episode where they're looking for, you know, for the ruins. Seriously. They could have said, yeah, we're looking for this Aztec Indian hidden village. It's like, could, could have explained that a lot better. Or at all. And, and a lot of kids aren't going to know that right off the bat either. Right? I mean, we're watching this show like 35 years later. <laughs> we're still like, what the hell's going on? It's like, television. You... So that's kind of one of those things that takes you out of it and then you're like oh you just start nitpicking the whole episode because <laughs> once you lose that like once you like get taken out of the environment with odd mm -hmm. questions you're just like nope now i have to pick apart everything right seriously like you start dissecting the whole episode see i know See, these kids are confused. They're like, wait, the car talks? Really? <laughs> right. It's like, he did, like, because, like, I don't think Brett realizes his situation. Like, he doesn't even think he's the car. Oh, so, yeah. Like, I think he's looking out of his headlight eyes and just not realizing yeah, what's going on. Yeah, boy's got amnesia all of a sudden. Yeah. He took a bump hard enough to give him amnesia? He hit his head that damn hard. He was a car. Yeah, I mean, like, a front-end collision like that. Shouldn't he have, like, damage or something? Yeah, that's what brings up more questions. Yeah, because there's literally no damage at all to the front-end, like, to the front-end of this car. And he hit those ruins pretty hard. Yes, he did. They did establish that his brakes were out. Yeah, he did pit it pretty hard then, didn't he? So, yeah, so they decide, so these boys decide to take him back uh, to their orphanage. Oh. Oh, man, we're really going to hit the 80s tropes hard here. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> These kids live in an orphanage. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, so we get a scene of the, uh, the random group. They're trying to find him. They're trying to find some tracks, something that'll lead him away. Um, so yeah, oh so man, what was the, uh, God, what was the guy's name again? Which the villain? One? The villain? Oh. Like the main villain of this episode? Uh, the Silver Serpent. Silver Serpent, okay, okay. Oh, we'll, we'll get into him. There are <laughs> many more yeah. questions coming up here. Ooh, so many. Yeah, so apparently this village is actually... Uh, scared of the Silver Serpent and his gang. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so they... So this is a weird scene. So, like, the bad guys of this episode, they're just, like, a bunch of guys that have, like, these fancy souped-up cars. Yeah, just, like, Danny kind of a Trail gang. had a headband on. yeah. <laughs> so they're doing the some things for real. so they see you know the kids driving the car and they like like try to roll a boulder at them yeah so so in all this confusion the uh turbo team reverses to the village oh that's what my note was he can't couldn't remember how to shift yeah, he was, uh, he sucked. Yeah, because he's sort of still trying to wrap his head around the whole he's a car thing. I'm like, like, I'm reading my notes. I'm like, can't remember how to shirt? Oh, shift, shift. That's what I'm, okay. <laughs> That's great. My, I'm like, wait a minute. That That's okay. We'll find some even more preposterous things and can't remember how to shirt. But that's right, it shifts. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, he can't remember how to do a lot of things. Yeah. So he ends up, like, re like going in reverse to get away from this boulder. But then he crashes through a, a building. He crashes through the gates of the village, which allows the uh, the Silver Serpents to enter the village. Yeah, good job, bro. So, yeah, and he and Brett backs it right into a fountain. Yeah. Yeah, so the kids, they, they're like, oh, we need to go warn Father Alvarez, you know, that the Silver Serpents are here. And as they walk away, Brett's like, oh, I feel something. He's, <laughs> he's, he has a, he's having a funny feeling, folks. Oh, yeah, they landed in a freaking uh, fountain. He's like, oh, I feel something. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. So. Do you know? Yes. Uh, but it appears that the kids are too late as the silver serpents headed straight towards uh, where Father Alvarez is and they steal some books from him. What the fuck was up with his voice? Who, uh, Father Alvarez? Yeah. Oh, dude. Get this man a lozenge. Oh, dude, I'm pretty sure that's a, a very white actor playing him. Because uh, to me, <laughs> it sounded like the villain. Right? Yes. As I'm pretty sure that's Michael Bell playing Father Alvarez. Because that very <laughs> much sounded like the voice he uses for Scrap Iron and uh, and Scrapper on Transformers. I was like, they chose the wrong voice for poor Father right? Alvarez. They're having Michael so. Bell use his villain voice? Yeah, it's like, man, he sounds like he's up to no good. So yeah, so the books are stolen, and the kids bring Father Alvarez out, and he's, they're like, oh yes, his car talks, and then he's just like, um, it's just a guy. Yeah. Like sometimes our imagination is the best of us. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So we learned that the these books are written... Um, you know, we're at the bad guys hideout. These books are written in a very old language. And apparently Alvarez is the only one that actually knows how to translate these because he's actually translated them for a museum. 
Okay, I have a question. Uh huh. So obviously they knew only Father Alvarez could translate this shit, right? Uh huh. Why the fuck didn't they take him when they took the damn books? I don't know. Because they literally said, oh, he knows how to translate it. Oh, I guess we'll pay him a visit. You already paid him a visit. I don't know. Because... <laughs> that bothered the shit out of me. Because we needed to pad this episode out somehow. I guess. Yeah, so we go back to the, uh, the village. Which, um, they're kind of just... Letting him try to sleep off his injuries because there's no doctor in the town. They'd actually have to make a trek, you know, to another village. Because I guess the uh, Silver Serpents uh, scared away the town doctor. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, so it appears that Brett is having a nightmare. And he's seeing some of the imagery, you know, trying to make its way out into his head. And apparently, this nightmare gives him the sweats yeah warm stanky sweats so that's enough warm water to transform him into his car form <laughs> really i would hate i would hate to see the woman he loses his virginity to let's say that much yeah it's like you just go oh that's a drive shaft where did that come from? A new meaning to the word exhausted. There we yeah. go. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, at this point, the uh, the Silver Serpents come in and they kidnap Father Alvarez. Uh, so, the kids come in. They're just trying to see if everyone's okay. And so, yeah. They tried to hide Brett under a blanket. <laughs> Put the blanket over him. I'm like, okay, no. So he transformed with his tires up. So he's flipped. Oh, my God. They're dude. hiding him under a blanket. They're like, yeah, no. It's like, all right, so let's flip the car. And he still forgets how to drive. So, Dude, the... I'm just surprised they were actually able to flip the car. Right? You know how much cars weigh? They just flip that shit like it was nothing. I mean, if it's like one of those fancy sports cars, it's probably a pretty light car. Yeah, cars were made of, like, heavy-ass steel back then. I don't I mean, know. No, no, I'm putting too much no, logic like, in thing. You know, I mean, if he turned into, like, a 1979 Monte Carlo, that'd be one thing. <laughs> right. That'd be a little oh, more difficult. Boy. So, yeah, no. so they're driving, they're finally figuring out how to chase these guys. And then one of them, like, I don't know, shoots a laser or something, and now they have a, a, a rolling log. Oh, God, this freaking scene. And the one guy is like, literally, jump. Wait, cars can't jump. But you can. They can't fly. Bro. Like, he's literally, like, trying to, like, fly... And he's like hopping up and the wings are out. Like he's trying to like flap the doors. Yeah, it was pretty cringy. They're like, like he, he no. like goes up and starts flapping his doors. I'm like, oh my like, God. No, they're like, no, use your turbo thrust. <laughs> Dude, I actually facepalm during that scene. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> use, use the turbo thrust. That's what she said. <laughs> right. So he manages to use the turbo thrust. This episode. But then they get stuck in a tree. And they're about to fall. How they got stuck on the tree the way they did, I don't know. Because I think they just needed to have something to go to the next bit here because, oh no, they're stuck in a tree. They're going to fall. And like the tree is like on the edge of a cliff. Seriously. I have another question. Okay. What happened to all that pain he could feel? I don't know. Which makes me wonder, can he only feel it on the interior? It's a great question. But if that's the case, how'd you lose your memory? Because, um, 
because I'm definitely going to have another question here. But uh, of course, as um, but before we have these questions, well, we all know what this drama is building up to. We'll be back after these messages. That's right, folks. It's commercial time. We'll be back. My daddy goes to work real early. Morning, such a busy time of the day. And mama and I have to hurry. But McDonald's is on the way. Thanks, baby. Keebler presents the appealing taste of baked potato skins in a crunchy chip. Potato skins got baked potato appeal because they're made with potatoes and skins that are real. The Keebler elves make potato skin snack chips with real potatoes and skins. Cheddar cheese and bacon, sour cream and chives, tasty baked potato. And they finally got barbecue flavor, too. They're made with potatoes and skins that are real. Potato skins from Keebler. Potato appeal. Check him out. What a All right, and we are back. And literally, as soon as we come back from the commercial, they just fall right out of the tree and down the side of a cliff. But they fall like maybe 10 feet. Yeah, they didn't fall far. But then, so here's where I have more questions. So like, he, like the car is literally pointed like, you know, nose up. And he starts hopping over towards a waterfall. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, what did they say? They said something. He's like, oh, hell's about a kangaroo. And he starts hopping. Yes. The hell? So that's the thing. Like, so when he hits the water, he turns back into human. But, like, that kind of jump... Like, there should be, like, some kind of damage to the rear end of the car. Yeah. Theoretically, like, his leg should be shattered as a human. I... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. So, so many questions. Yeah. So they need to figure out where Alvarez is. and So they decide... On, like, the dumbest plan ever. And they're literally just going to barge into the enemy hideout. Which So they're going to basically pull a Mario Brothers. So how do they know where this lair is? Seriously, they just all of a sudden, hey, here's a good, bad guy's hideout. Like, how do they know this? Like, for whatever, like, uh They failed to explain. Their disguises. Their disguises are terrible. Oh, so here's where I thought we were going into some uh, racist territory. Because the one guy, the one bad guy, calls them a bunch of gringos. (laughs) What do you want, gringo? I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, (laughs) wait a minute. Because yeah, they had man. failed to neglect this part about being in Mexico and Hispanic. I'm like, wait a minute. Wasn't this an Indian town? Why are we? Dude, but I also, will... why are like we? A freaking gringo. They called him a gringo. 
how did this fly? <laughs> I'm like, how did this scene happen? Oh my god, it was so funny. And this not, and this is not the last time they will say that in this episode. Oh, yeah, they spammed it a little bit. Yo, that like, guy oh, that says it multiple times. And I'm, <laughs> and let's face it, this yeah, was the eighties. I'm pretty sure that that's probably a white actor playing the back that that guy too. Dude, they cut to break. He's like, "Can I say it again?" That's fun. It's like, bro. Mexican's fun. How? How did this? <laughs> I mean, I know it was the eighties. Like, oh my but god, how they did got that... away with a lot, right? Like. This is why I thought this episode was like racist AF. I'm like, wait a minute. How are we saying gringos? <laughs> I thought this was an Indian town. Thanks. Like, were they just smoking all the crack back then? I think so. A lot of like, crack. So their plan is like, oh yeah, we'll come in and join the gang. That's how we'll find out how Alvarez is. Right. So... Our thug bouncer here is like, well, you got to prove you're tough. So you got to face me in an arm wrestling match. I'm sorry, what? Is that how they did things back then? I don't. Okay, I am very, very white. (laughs) I'm sure I have some level of privilege. Oh, shit. But I am about 90 plus percent sure that. Arm wrestling is not how you get into a gang. I could no. be wrong. I was going to say, no no jumping in, no nothing like that. Just arm wrestling, huh? Arm wrestling. Don't I get mean, the shit could... beat out of you by a bunch of people. Just arm wrestling. Right. I, I could be wrong, but I I don't think arm wrestling is how you get into a gang. I mean, you got to prove you're tough. Arm Come wrestling. over here, let's arm wrestle. Although... They pull some uh, little shady shade there. Like, somehow he's, like, able to, like, radiate some energy and, like, partially transform but not transform. Yeah, what was that? I don't understand, right? I was like, okay, I thought he had to to get, like, wet. So... It's like, what, they made him sweat, like, just the tiniest bit on his arm? Just to, like, you know, like, strengthen his arm? Like, turn his arm into, like, an axle? I don't know what the hell happened. But he won. Oh, yeah, he, like, flipped the whole table. Oh, yeah, no, and they, like, they, like, had to, like, put some water on that arm real quick. Or I think he was gonna fully transform. Oh, yeah, they splashed him. Oh, yeah, no. That was funny. And he called him a gringo again. Right? <laughs> like, how? How is this happening? Gringo, you got, what do you say, his arms of steel or some shit? Right? Yeah. Because apparently they found a way to turn his bones into, like, car axles. Pretty much. He's like, fuck, you're strong. Go meet the boss. And yeah, like they had to throw some water on his hand because like he it was starting to turn into a tire. Yeah. So yeah, they go to a back room where uh the silver serpent is like Ha Translate the books or I will kill the orphans. Yeah, pretty much. Well shit. It's like damn bro, you just gonna kill all the orphans, huh? Yeah. Man, eighties villains do not care about orphans at all. No, they don't. Dude. So yeah, our heroes come in. They start swinging ropes. They knock a moose head off the wall. Pretty like, much, all of a sudden they ha- they they can do the perfect lasso. Right. Knock a moose like, head off the wall or onto the villain. Right, because like it has to like come off the wall. It has to turn, and then like rotate a little bit, and it like perfectly falls over his head. Yeah, they're talented, I guess. And so they make a run for it. They don't get very far, though. So they get put into a jail cell. 
and you know uh, someone basically is saying that oh I heard that you know this could set off a I think it was Father Alvarez he's like no it'll set off an earthquake if you steal the jewel and he's like oh that's just a, a fairy tale that's bullcrap <laughs> right and so the the kids they just randomly show up to the jail cell they're like Hey, we know where the other symbols are. What? Freaking ridiculous. So you couldn't have provided that information like earlier? When you, when they, you know, we were trying to find information and kind of figure out what the bad guy's plan is? Okay, sure. You useless little crack, crackheads. It's like, wow, these kids are, like, almost as useless as Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> Pretty much they are. Like, really? You're going to offer this useful information when we needed it, like, you know, uh, a while right. ago? After the freaking fact. So, yeah. So, they devise a way to get out. So, they feed Brett a spicy burrito. So that he will sweat. Oh, dude, I face palms. Like, we need something hot. Huh? Like, how about this spicy burrito? <laughs> like, oh, like, wait, uh, did, wait, did the kids have the burrito on them? Yeah. Okay, I think I missed that part. I, I thought it was like the, the dude that was in the group. No, so I was like, man. wait, so you figured out how he transforms. So you just happened to bring a burrito just in case? Oh boy. oh boy! So, here is where we get the full transformation sequence. And dude, this is creepy AF, dude. <laughs> like we see the whole, you know, the arms becoming the wheels and the and the axles. Like, they, like they show his butt transforming into like. Oh, that's the one the, I wanted to mention. Like his the, whole ass. <laughs> He comes the back end of the car. Dude, I busted out laughing. I'm like, look at that ass. <laughs> and like his face, like when it becomes Bro, the front end of the car. That shit was creepy. Yo, the entire, like, yo, the full sequence. Oof. Like, okay, th this is why we have Sailor Moon type stuff for transformation sequences now. Because, it's, bro. It's so like funny. watching, like, like, oh, watching this man. So cool back then. I'm like, oh god, dude, that the laugh that came out of me. It's like, oh, bro, Jesus. <sighs> Could you imagine them doing that like nowadays on like Netflix or something? Oh my god, live action Turbo Teen. You hear bones cracking and shit. Oh. Oh, it would have been so worse in the 90s. Because it would have had like 90 CGI and just like everything warping oh, around. No, no, there, there's no way we can improve upon this. Like, no, not at all. Like, even with today's modern technology, I think it would almost be too detailed. It's like, no. Dude, that transformation would be painful. Ah, oh, right. Once again, how do they feel? How does he not feel pain? Like he should have literally shattered his legs, cracked his skull. Apparently, like transforming, like apparently he takes like no damage. I I don't understand any of this show, dude. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's 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 a lot to take in. Yeah. So, luckily, after um, this creepy AF moment, <laughs> the, luckily the producers of this show Ooh. gave us a little. Decided to give us some time to decompress from this. Um, Boy, got that wagon. <laughs> well, okay, or at least, uh, well, or at least in the eighties, because you know, watching this on YouTube, <laughs> there there is no. Break, but at this point, you know, if we were watching this in 1980, whatever this aired, there'd be a commercial break right here. 
So we actually would get a moment to decompress. So uh, we'll see you in a moment, folks. All right. In the Army, we do more before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. Hey, First Sergeant. Good morning. Studio your hair with Studio Line from L'Oreal. The styling gel. Play. Have your way. You can shape. Create. The directional spray. Make a spike. Innovate. The sculpting mousse. Make waves. Play it straight. Studio your hair with Studio Line from L'Oreal. From Calgary, Canada, they'll challenge the 1988 Olympic course in the final men's World Cup downhill of the season. Plus a special Olympic preview. And the U.S. collides with the USSR in amateur boxing. All on ABC's Wide World of Sports, Saturday. Hey, what's happening here? This guy checking me out? Or my Volkswagen? I guess he wants to see what this new Golf GT can do. All right, mystery man. Let me show you how I go from here to Mother's without missing a beat. Men, they never stick around. All right, and we are back. Uh, so after being reunited with this group for so long, um, the one guy... Uh, finally makes time to fix the memory core in the car. Yeah. So they've restored Brett's mind, so he no longer has amnesia. Uh, so we go through and we uh, find the the ruins. So we see there's first there's a bird statue. And then we finally see the sun symbol. And they do one of those crazy things where basically like this bolt of like this little sliver of light comes through this temple. It goes like it bounces through the the symbol, goes to the eye of the bird statue, and it lands on a symbol of a snake. Yep, right there on the wall. Oh, okay. So, oh, there's the there's the entrance button. So now we get to go to the the city. Oh, and Dark Rider just randomly shows up again. Yeah, he shows up and freaking destroys like the bird statue. Yeah, and so they do something to like bounce the the light off of him. So we do see there. It looks like there is a driver in Dark Rider. Bro, he had an afro. <laughs> yeah, get the light flash and you see the dude in the car. He doesn't look very threatening. It was like right. Weird Al with an afro. And there must be some connection because the girl in the group, she's like, wait, that there's something familiar about that. Like something no, in the know. silhouette or she must have seen something in the face and she's like, that looks familiar. Of course it's going to be somebody familiar. So, obviously Dark Rider has some kind of connection that I have no clue about. So, eh, interesting little storyline to build on later, maybe. Yeah, they're not very good at explaining things. But, they, but, uh, Brad or someone basically pulls an Ultra Magnus moment. It's like, we can't deal with that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we learn the treasure in these jewels are stored in the head of an Indian king. It's like basically the, this whole temple has like a smaller, this whole city has a temple in it. And yeah, the, this main area is shaped like a head. Yep. And when Alvarez is pleading with him, he's like, no, no, this, you know, this treasure belongs to the people of Mexico. And this is a this is where in the episode that is identified that we are in Mexico, right? Like, like literally almost at the end of the episode. So that's it's where like, I okay, went. Okay, that confirms it. Wait, 
we we were in Mexico this whole time. It's like okay, like a sun symbol that's more Aztec. Okay, it made more sense at that point. It's like yeah, after the damage is done. But once again, yeah, could have told us this earlier. So we get another chase scene. Uh, this time between uh, Turbo Teen and the uh, members of this gang here and their souped-up hot rods. It, it basically kind of turns into like a big old game of hide-and-seek, basically. Oh, yeah. And so now that, you know, Brett remembers how to do the car things, he jumps like onto the top of like these spires. And he's like hopping from like one to the next. And oh, they, yeah. And one of them just, like, I think it was the Silver Serpent in his vehicle. So he just, like, knocks them. Oh, no, sorry. It was Turbo Teen. So he knocks a bunch of them over, like, dominoes. <laughs> yeah. So the bad guys scatter a little bit. But as we're going through these random areas that nobody is familiar with, they get stuck. And then Turbo Teen gets shoved into a hole. Yep. And it's covered. I was like, all right, well, have fun dying. But no. Yeah, they give no Fs on that one. So once again, Turbo Teen starts hopping and jumping. Literally, he can use the back end of the car like his legs and just jump. What you gonna do with all that junk? Yeah. All that junk up in your trunk. <laughs> yeah, so we go back to the uh the Indian head temple. Uh the silver serpent has you know, he's gonna take the jewel. Father Alvarez is pleading with like, No no, please don't. It'll start a giant earthquake. Oh, that's just a bunch of superstition. Right. He's like, Yeah, shut up. Actually, no, it's not a superstition. Because guess what happens as soon as he grabs the jewel? Shaky, shaky. <laughs> so everyone comes up in Turbo Teen. He's like, you must replace the jewel to stop the earthquake. And they're like, all right, cool. And they drive away and he's like, wait, the car does talk? <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. So this is like one of the quickest chases ever. So I think they might have realized that they're running out of episode at this point. Because they catch up, like, really quick. And Turbo Teen's, like, doing some fancy, like, driving on his side. And so the girl in the group just grabs the jewel. Yeah, she just reaches down and is like, yoink. And Silver Serpent, dude, he's just like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to I'm just going to take the tre the other treasure I have and just get out of here. Yeah, it's like she, like, reached down and grabbed it right out of his hands. And he's like, aww. So yeah, they they run back up, replace the jewel. All right, so the earthquake stops. And we get another chase scene. But it's like, how did they catch up to this gang so quickly? Yeah. Ooh, look, we're out. Or even get ahead of them. They're like, nope, oil slick. That's where the question came in. Oh. So... So Where's did, that oil coming from, buddy? So did Brett basically just like pee everywhere? I was like, did he just bust a nut? Like, or pee oil or come out black? Uh, <laughs> there's too many questions here. Uh, so yeah, so they yeah oil slick, and they all crash their fancy cars, and they all got roped up. Yeah. And we learn how uh, the Silver Serpent learns so much. Is new knew about the book and the translations, and because apparently he is Carlos Cortez, and he actually helped Father Alvarez dig the books up originally. Yeah, it's like oh. so he was wearing a he was wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah, Scooby Doo and that shit. Right, this episode and this like, ends like an episode of Scooby Doo. Yeah, dude. I thought that was his face the entire time with the freaking mask. Right? It's like, oh, I know who the real villain is. Aha, uh -huh, the Silver Serpent really is Carlos Cortez. Even though we 
had never been introduced to Carlos Cortez for the reveal. Because in the Scooby-Doo, you know, they, they, you see the guy behind the mask at like the very beginning of the episode. And yep, it's probably like, ever saw him. And it's like, hmm, they're introducing <laughs> us to this character at the beginning. This is probably the guy who done it. They missed that golden opportunity. Right. Oh, man. Bruh. So this episode ends with Brett just like, oh, I forget what they said, but he literally winks. Like, his headlight winks. Dude, that was fucking creepy. <laughs> was I mean, creepy. it's like those, like, like those yeah, 80 sports cars, like back. the pop-up headlights. Yeah. It's like he puts the one headlight down, like, winking. Oh, yeah, because he's like... Oh yeah, our the, the the secret stays with us. Wink. It's like okay, weird. Yeah, I mean, who's gonna believe these orphan kids that you know they they know a talking car? Seriously, it's like oh, this dude turns into a car. He's a human. Like, oh, why didn't you say so? They're like yeah, right. Like no, they just everyone just be like, oh shut up, you're just orphans. Like a little heavy on the cocaine, eh? Yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. But this episode, man, it actually wasn't that bad. It no, flowed very it's a, well. They, they need to explain things better. Yeah. And they missed some opportunities, but it was entertaining. But yeah. It just have so many questions. And the fact that Turbo <laughs> Teen himself is answer. just creepy. Dude, the whole transformation. That ass, though. Because I'm like... Because I'm like, okay, if this was like Japan, would they have made his clothes, like, rip apart? Or would they do, like, an energy field? I feel like they would do a... Like, it would just instantly Mm -hmm. turn into metal. And I guess the car would be the color of the clothes or some shit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would have been flashier. Kind of was. I mean, because like he, it looked like he wore like this red sweater, and his yeah, car was, form was red. Yeah, I think it was pretty much. Yeah, you're right. And I it think his in, and I think clothes. the interior of the car was tan, was like brown and tan. And I and think he was wearing tan like pants. Shirt or yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, because he was definitely wearing like a red sweater and tan pants. <laughs> yeah. And I just realized the car exterior is red. With a tan, with like a tan khaki interior. <laughs> no wonder he felt the cactus. Yeah. Oh, gee. So once again, is the shifter his penis? I'm thinking maybe. It's like, um. Which either... means he asked, which means he ass blasted oil all over the villains. Uh yeah no the turbo ship is a dick we got way too many like way too many questions about this episode oh dude it's a turbo shifter (laughs) turbo thrust (laughs) oh grab my turbo uh, shift oh man man. (laughs) but like bro yeah no i got way too many questions about this show and, like, none of them were answered. No, they weren't. Or at least in a way that made any kind of sense. Time to go turbo. I was just like... But, like, I literally thought this whole episode was just, like, completely racist until they spelled it out that they were in Mexico. <laughs> I was literally, I was uh. just like, wait, are we in an Indian town? Like, we're looking for Indian ruins. Right. Why does everyone have a Hispanic accent? It's like, oh, so these are just your ancestors, and this is Mexico. No Indians in sight. It's like, could could have explained that a little better. Aztecas were basically, you guys are just sitting on your own land. Hmm. Okay, cool. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Literally, like, in the first minute of the episode, you could have said, yeah, we're looking for these ancient Mexican Indian ruins. Yeah. 
I still think Father Alvarez is up to something. Yeah. Who knows? That, that voice, dude. Oh, that would have been a twist. <laughs> really? Seriously. Oh my gosh. I, what a, oh, I need what? to sacrifice 100 orphans to resurrect or some shit. It's like, uh, the episode like provided us this... two. Seriously. He set up the orphanage to get souls. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been something. If those two were like the last, if those two were like 99 and 100. Seriously. Like, you could have like had that bit of thing. Oh, and do a surprise twist where Alvarez and uh, Carlos are just like in on it together. Dude, that would have actually... He could have made this episode like a thousand times better. He basically faked it and made him take the fall and betrayed him. Oh, dude. They could have went way left on this one. And it would have been great. Oh, dude, like... like, It's one of those episodes where like it's fine. But no, if you like tweaked or changed one or two small things dude it would have been a hit dude that would have been amazing and like he needed the orphanage because he needed to make a sacrifice of a certain number yeah to like the ancient to like the ancient ruins there's like some evil entity that he wanted to resurrect and gain immortality or some shit i don't know right and the symbol like the three symbols could have been part of it and the two, yeah, the two kids could have been like, you know, the last two he needed. Oh, dude. Oh, are they yeah. could have thrown a twist where like they'd, like they would kidnap like the blonde girl and the black guy, and try to use you know them they... as the final sacrifices. Seriously. Oh, and what so... could have happened dude. is that like the evil entity, instead of going into Father Alvarez and giving him immortality, the entity wanted the uh, the kid that turns into the car. <laughs> And tries to like possess him instead. He's like, no, this is this one is strong. I want this one or some some crazy shit. Right. Oh, and, and then, then just like everyone has to team up at the, and then everyone has to team up at the end to stop the evil entity. Right. Man, oh, dude, did, that would have been amazing. Dude, we, we just, just rewrote this whole episode and made it a thousand times better. Exactly, just that fast with no cocaine. Right. No crack. No nothing. Oh man! <laughs> Being a turbo teen, folks, this show. Uh, I'm still trying to think of a way we could make that. Uh, if there's any modern day technology that would make that transformation look palatable. And then I'm like, Ana- Animorphs couldn't fix that shit. I was literally just about to mention the Animorphs TV show. <laughs> literally, I'm like, oh no. And that was like early 2000s, man. Late and 90s, early 2000s. That was, ugh. That, oh, God, it was cringeworthy for sure. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. I think we have the technology that maybe we can make Animorphs look right. But I'm not sure we can make Turbo Teen look right. We have the technology. But fuck this. Yeah. Um, how does the line go in Jurassic Park when oh, that Jeff Goldblum line? It's like, sci- scientist, you've been just, you know, busy figuring out if you can. But, like, you know, you stop, <laughs> you don't stop to think of if you actually should. Right. Or something like that. I don't remember the exact yeah, line. Something like that. It's like, you've been so busy wondering if you can. You, you forgot to ask if you should or some shit like right. that. Right. Yeah, that's sort of the case. Like, we have the technology to make a modern turbo teen, but should we make a modern turbo teen? Should you should you crack crack open Pandora's box? No. Yeah. <laughs> Unleash that plague upon us. <sighs> no, thank See, you. See, you know, maybe if Pandora had gotten her box cracked open a little more. Maybe we wouldn't. Maybe she wouldn't have been so bitter. <laughs> a little bit more hope in that box, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to think of anything. It's like, nope. We we have the technology, but it's like... I, I, yeah, no, I think we should... I'd rather we use it for something like Animorphs. 
<laughs> right. I still say Animorphs may be like one of the perfect franchises for Netflix. Yeah. Because Netflix would give it just enough budget to make sure the CG is right. Exactly. And if it bombs, who cares? You have a bunch of other shit to watch. Right? Oh, so yes, folks. The wonderful world of Turbo Teen, where we have so many questions, but no answers. Oh, but I think that'll do it for this episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Of course, please remember to subscribe on your podcast provider of choice. Check us out on social media, and we'll see you next time. Get your oil check, people. Have a good one.